ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Seven Figure Fashion Business Podcast, where we talk about the fashion industry and how to get your fashion business to seven figures. From manufacturing strategies, cut and sew designers, to fashion hot topics and the latest fashion trends, I'm your host, Monica Monique. And I'm your host, XYZ. And let's jump into today's today's episode. episode. All right, you guys. Hello. This is Monica Monique coming to you solo because I'm just going to do a quick little, quick little story time, recap, catch up. But as a lot of you know, I am just coming back from Bali. My trip that I went on with the Start Your Fashion Business Retreat that was in Bali this year. This was their cohort one. And you guys, I am so excited to tell you and catch you up on my trip. But before we do all that, I wanted to introduce you guys to Phil. Now, Phil is the partner of Stephanie. It's their company together, though. And they both have done a great job with this academy. And they have over 400 members. And it's a fashion academy where you learn everything you need to know to start your fashion brand and feel like you have success. They teach you manufacturing, marketing, um, brand building, all of the things that you could ever think of that you need to feel secure in starting your fashion business. Now, I was invited to be there as a guest speaker, and I hosted a workshop called Pre-Order Paid the Way. Now, my workshop was about how you can get pre-orders in order to fund your manufacturing, fund your projects, fund your store. But basically, it was about how you get these pre-orders in order to feel more financially secure. You know, it's really hard to make a collection, get get everything manufactured, get all the inventory, and then not be quite sure if customers are going to buy it. You know, it's a financial risk to pay first and get the money later because you never know if that money is going to come. So I prepared pretty diligently for the workshop and was kind of nervous, to be honest, about how that would go. Um, because I had put together a new workshop for this retreat in particular, I wanted to make sure that the women who were coming for that week, you know, they were coming for the week to learn everything from A to Z, but kind of in a strategic, fast paced way. You know, they put together a really good retreat where you kind of felt like, you got a little bit of this, a little bit of that, but still needed to go back into the curriculum to dig a little deeper. But you got to really build connections with fellow uh, designers and brand owners that were coming to learn the same skills as well. And you kind of left the retreat feeling like, wow, I have a group of people that I can lean on throughout the process. I've had this beautiful vacation experience, but I've also learned these quality skills that are going to help me reach my business goals, entrepreneur goals, financial goals, and so forth. So my workshop was about how you can build the hype around a premium product in order to get pre-orders for that product and kind of alleviate some of that financial stress. But either way, so before we get into all that, which is going to be our next episode, I wanted to introduce you to Phil. Now he is the... 
well, he'll explain it himself, but he does the videography for the workshop, for the course. Um, he does the marketing and he is pretty much the man behind the scenes of the start your fashion business business. And we had a lot of great conversations throughout the retreat, just about little stuff like books and podcasts to listen to and different tips that you hear from different entrepreneurs just throughout this journey of being an entrepreneur. And I really thought he had an interesting point of view on a lot of topics um, and stuff that you guys need to hear. Maybe you guys want to create a course or maybe you want to dig deeper into the behind the scenes of it and what it really takes. So I sat down with Phil for like 15 minutes and we had a really good conversation and I wanted you guys to hear this conversation get some takeaways and just really enjoy so here it is all right you guys before we get into this episode don't forget we have a patreon now go to patreon.com backslash seven figure fashion business to find exclusive content what we're doing in our everyday lives and our businesses and our branding and teaching you some of those skills too go ahead and head over to patreon.com and all right you guys let's get into the episode so i really wanted to talk to you because we had like a couple cool conversations just over dinner breakfast and you kind of got into you know like even having this school you know coming up with the idea in 2020 and steph said it was your idea yeah um and you kind of got into like a little bit of the stuff that people don't see or talk about as much so i wanted to kind of get your like perspective on how you feel like your view of the business like the positive side and the negative side like what made you think of the idea and then how did you bring it to life yeah so it basically started i was doing a marketing course Mm -hmm. and steph started like a tiktok Mm -hmm. about like sharing fashion tips and she got really good feedback and she often uh, complained that like her manufacturing clients didn't really know because they were not educated enough. Okay. And then I was taking this course and then I was like, maybe just we should do a course. Yeah. Like, you teach how to start a fashion brand. So we outlined it and we just started. Like we basically reverse engineered from the course that I was watching. Okay. Checking what platform they use, mm-hmm. how they kind of like structured it, um, and then we kind of really like reverse engineer. So we outlined, and then she wrote basically each uh, module, mm-hmm. and then we recorded the module. I edited it in the background. I already knew how to do websites. Okay. So it was good that we didn't know exactly how much work it is. Because, it was good that yeah. you. Because okay. you went, we went in with this kind of like beginner mind, yeah, which I think is very helpful. I agree. And she mm-hmm. already, like, she's very good at building brands. Mm-hmm. It's basically my first brand that I've ever built. Okay. So we started early. We started early, like promoting it. Started early building like an email list and everything. Okay. Did you get that from um, the marketing course that you were watching, or did you just? Stay like, oh, let's just start collecting emails. You know, she just knew from the beginning, like, okay. like we kind of like knew from the beginning we need emails. Yeah. So we had like a simple landing page up at the beginning, like send, um, sign up to the waiting list, mm-hmm. um, and then we sent out mailers here and there, and we started. I just checked this. We got the domain up in like June, 
2020? Yeah, we registered it. Okay. And then we probably had the first landing page up probably like in July or something. Okay. And then we also posted on Instagram slowly and just like had literally like one page to collect emails. Mm-hmm. And then once before we launched, like we started blasting more emails and then uh, okay. had like the launch. Right. And then the paid ads just came later. Yeah. yeah so you used your marketing course not just for marketing, but to also kind of be like your layout of how a course should be. Yeah, we literally like reverse engineer. Yeah. So like how are they doing it? How do how are they doing like the whole funnel? Yeah. They're like, okay, I bought it. What's happening next? Mm. How do I get access? Yeah. How is it like roughly structured? But I think that's what so comes with it. That's really interesting though because you didn't take a course on building a course. We no. took a course on marketing and built it's, a course. Yeah, we, we checked the product. It's like, okay, yeah. how, why does he do that? Oh, okay, yeah. he does it because of this. And then yeah. it's like, how can we implement it? And it's not copying. It's literally just yeah. seeing of like, how does this person do it? Mm-hmm. Why do they do it? And yeah, we took we took a lot from it uh, in terms of like, we use the same platform now. Yeah. And uh, yeah, we just built it from there. Do you feel like, well, number so I always say it was good that I opened my store delusional. I always say that because I'm like, if I had known that I wasn't going to get like bigger sales or stuff for a year or two, then I probably would have never opened. So you kind of said the same things like you're glad that we didn't know how much work it was because maybe we wouldn't have started if we knew. So how much work is it? Like, what is the work that you feel like people don't know how much time this this particular thing takes. So it took her quite a bit to like just write the whole thing. Mm-hmm. And then recording. So we first had to figure out how do we record it with like her face and then switching to presentation and then audio. Because okay. I never edited a video before in my life. In your life? No. So I literally like I just like thought of like okay how would I do it? So we tried it. Mm-hmm. It worked, then we like got a little setting. At the beginning she made like a lot of mistakes, so it was like cutting it mm-hmm. and sometimes she has good days and it's less to edit, sometimes she had bad days, then there's more to edit. Yeah. And roughly like yeah, it takes like if the video at the end is like an hour, it probably takes like three hours to edit. Three hours to edit a one hour video. Plus minus, depending on how good of a day she has. Okay. Is it just you three? You Dinda and At the beginning it was just Stephanie. Just stuff in you. Yeah, I think okay. for a year or a year and a half. Okay. So I was doing, I was doing all the tech stuff, the editing. But once you have it, it's it's like it's done. It's done. Yeah. So uh, I'm doing the website. Then I did the Instagram content. Okay. And then we found Tinda at the beginning. She was part time. Now she's full time. Okay. And yeah, I think also at the beginning, if we knew like. I think a lot of people underestimate how long it actually takes. Yeah. There's a lot of, there are some people that make it success, like very big, very short, but these are the outliers. Right. But I think we have to have a bit more patience because like we're in business less than three years, but we already have like 400 students. But then you see yeah, other but ones. Yeah, I feel like you're doing really well. Yeah, but then <laughs> it, it's always like you always want more. You yeah. Know? And you always look, orientate yourself at bigger people and then yeah. it's like why are we not there 
and yeah. then you forget where you're coming from. Yeah, no, because so. I feel like you guys are doing well. I mean, you got a whole retreat in Bali that was really successful, I would say, um, from everybody's point of view and what everybody is saying about it and even the people that are in your course. So I feel like three years, that's not even that much time. Y'all are doing a really excellent job. And now still with a small team of three people, that's kind of yeah. crazy. Yeah, we just... Like Stephanie and I, we said from the beginning on, we don't want to hire a lot of people mm -hmm. because we don't really want to manage a lot of people in that sense. So we want yeah. to keep it small and lean. Yeah. And um, yeah, that's a bit like our goal and like to keep it more like in a digital world, it, it really works with digital products because mm -hmm. we don't have to think about shipping and that. But that's a bit like our intention to keep the team small and like really like work put the people there where they have their skills yeah do you feel like now three years in and you said you re-recorded a lot of the first videos and stuff that you did do you feel like the business is like for example a lot of people say with courses you build it one time and then you can make money for the rest of your life like you only have to it's like set it and forget it you do the videos and then you just collect the money as new students come in Do you feel like it's as easy as people say? Because you already, now three years in, had to re-record a lot of those videos and content. Yeah. Do you feel like it's a business where you can kind of set it and forget it? Or do you feel like it's still everyday type labor? I think we pretty much, we always try, or we always over-deliver. So okay. we're very like product-oriented. Mm -hmm. So we updated the course because There's new, there was new things coming up like TikTok. Before, nobody really knew like TikTok ads. Now it's a bit more common. Yeah. So we want to integrate that. We added two whole more weeks. Okay. So now we're also talking a bit about mindset because I feel like that's a lot of what people struggle with when they start a business. Yeah. To even like, even feel like a business owner. Mm -hmm. So we added that in. Um, because there are other courses in there. They have also a course on how to start a brand but their yeah. videos are like three or five minutes long right our videos like the longest is probably an hour and 20. right okay so it's really it's like a college course yeah so we really like we put a lot like the last like the course that we have right now is 10 weeks mm -hmm. i think it's a total of 34 hours of video content okay so um yeah we really like try to hit every corner yeah, and like really the like have and give the students like all the tools mm -hmm. they maybe not need it straight away but yeah. since they have like lifetime access they can always come back rewatch it yeah and then like use it again you know? yeah so so i mean i feel like i said this yesterday in the presentation i feel like when you scale faster like imagine if you had a thousand students do you it might be like a struggle to have a thousand students three years in you know like it might be more people that have questions and want to talk to you and want to get somebody on the phone and, and like what if that's too much for just three people to handle i feel like y'all are scaling yeah. at a really great pace yeah but since it's like a digital product you can like it's not if someone if one student signs up or if 20 students sign up in one day it's not more work because We automated pretty much everything in yeah. that sense, and we have a community where they can like interact and engage, okay. and we have live calls. 
And so you, are you, is your community automated? Like your community engagement, who manages the community? This is like mostly Dinda. Okay. Dinda and Steph, they're in the in the community. Okay. But once they like, for example, enroll, they get automatically access. They get okay. automatically like sign up to the mailer list with like the student updates and everything. Yeah. So that sense of the business is very much automated. Yeah. But uh, yeah, the community would just grow quicker. But I think, yeah, it will probably be an adjustment. Yeah. But it's like a problem that you, that, yeah. It's nice to have it's, this problem. It's nice to have that problem. Yeah. Do you as yourself feel like, okay, you know, because you said it's your first business, so do you feel like you can pat yourself on the back like, hey, I did really good for my first business. I'm really successful. <laughs> no, I'm very critical. <laughs> Why? I'm more like, uh, we are, yeah, there's just like always some like little constructions in the business that you're like, oh, we should do this better and but still, like, for your first business, this is really great. Like, even you saying, like, I never edited a video before, and now you're, like, 30, you have a 10-week course that's 34-hour uh, length of different videos. Like, yeah. I feel like this is a great experience. Yeah, I think that most of the people are their, their uh, harshest critics themselves. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, we're just trying yeah. to continue and, like, grow faster and grow bigger and um, if we would just like lie back we probably would not get there so I think it's yeah. good to be a bit self-critical yeah and see of like oh we should improve this and that because there are people that think like what you said it's like you do it once then you're done for the rest of your life right. but then you will not nurture your community because yes yeah. maybe they then they start a brand right but what if then they have the brand running and maybe want more like yeah. mentoring or want like really work on something specific. So yeah, that's why we also work on like other products mm. for like people that are then at the next stage and really yeah. want, for example, to step up their wholesale game. Yeah. So we're always trying like to come up with new ideas. And, yeah. Like, so you come up with products that support the community. Yeah. The that's product that, that supports them along the way. Along the way. Okay. So, for example, they start a brand with the program mm -hmm. and they're making their sales, everything is running, but now they see if like, hey, wholesale, I could do more. Yeah. So, our plan is to offer like boot camps okay. where it's like an in intensive like month where you like get together, it's like a small group with like five friends or so. Yeah. That you really like specifically work just on wholesale. Just on wholesale, yeah. okay. For example. Yeah. And then that's like a premium experience. Yeah, that's okay. then a bit more premium than the course, which is self-paced. Because the bootcamp would be very like you work closely with Stephanie for a month, mm -hmm. just like literally on this product. Okay, I think that's, that's so, what I'm saying. Like y'all are doing good because like even the ideas that y'all are having, like oh, we see that they're having the same pain pain point. So let's create something for that. Now that we see this over and over again, and then we can help these people in even um, a more strategic way. Yeah. Now for us, it's very much like a long term. Like that's why we think so far ahead mm -hmm. because we want like to be to be around in like the next yeah. twenty years and would to you, really grow it big. Yeah, I'm so, about to say because would you ever do like a. Um, a course at a school like I can see that for you guys like you know like 
like on a bigger scale like it could be a program that's offered at harvard or whatever like you can you know they like accept online if, courses now but then if you're doing it at harvard then it's again like you have like those high uh college tuition yeah but i'm saying the college pays you for your course yeah, to be but, included in their program yeah which would be of course nice for us but mm -hmm. then we kind of like cut out a lot of people again because they cannot afford Harvard tuition. That's true. So it's like it true. do we need to go the route of traditional uh, education. education or can we go basically the route of people finding it themselves and like it's a different par price point because in Harvard how much do you pay for the prestige of the name? Yeah. So, because I I see this like more as a bit of a future mm -hmm. that like people will just learn themselves. Yeah. What interests them, and do you really have to be like even colleges do stuff online? Yeah. So, yeah. No, we really plan with SYFB to be around for the very long term. Okay. And to grow be uh, bigger and have more like in-person events than. And um, yeah, like also meet more people, yeah. like meet more of the students because it's it's a really cool exchange. Yeah, it's a beautiful exchange, and I feel like the resort, the vacation retreat, was a really good view of what the company is about. You know, I feel like it was reflected very well that you, Denda, Stephanie even the staff, you know, and like, maybe like you choosing this location was because it gave the same energy that you wanted your students to feel during this experience. I feel like everything is a reflection of the people that you are, and it's like beautiful to see. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. And you're a really good interviewee. <laughs> yeah, because there's no camera. All right, you guys, I loved that interview. And I thought one takeaway that was really important was when I brought up Harvard, I'm thinking like, oh, this would be a good business opportunity for your company. But he's like, no, because their tuition fees will be more than what we would want our students to pay, which is also a representation of how much they value their students, their hard-earned money, and what they have right now in order to pay for their education and they don't even want to overcharge or go beyond what they think their students will be able to afford. So I thought that was a really good um, perspective that he had on that. In our next episode, I'll be sharing some clips of the pre-order your way to paid workshop. Not the whole thing that will be on Patreon exclusively, but definitely some clips in it. So stay tuned for that and I'll see you next week.